Hey guys, welcome back to Belle's View and I'm your girl Belle. Today I'll be discussing And Just Like That's episode nine, No Strings Attached. So I'll start off saying it wasn't a complete snooze fest, but I don't feel like there was a peak moment that there was any climax. We were just watching these characters have moments, but nothing, nothing really stood out to me except maybe one or two things. So let's start off. Seema. When are we going to see Seema's fucking apartment? We know she has a bomb-ass penthouse apartment. She even said sprawling floor plan. Excellent closet space. Show us. Show us. You literally built that beautiful-ass penthouse apartment carrying Big Hat only for her to move out of it within two to three episodes. You took away budget from Charlotte's penthouse apartment where her teenage daughters are sharing one bedroom when... Harry's supposed to have all this money. Um, I need you to show us Seema's apartment. Oh, and on top of that, you showed us Carrie's spacious-ass apartment overlooking the Hudson River that she was in for, like, a week or two playing sleepover until her ass was like, oh, I want to sell it after just buying it. If you can do that, show us Seema's apartment. You know that she's a fan favorite. You know that some people feel she's literally carrying this show. She is one of the few saving graces. So do it. Also, that scene with her and Carrie outside of the club the first time. And she was like, who would have thought I would have been trying to get in a club, waiting in line to get into a club? And something in me said, if Samantha was here, they wouldn't be waiting to get in the club. They would already be in. Matter of fact, they would be in the VIP section and probably get like a warm welcome from the owner. But Samantha isn't here. And I accept that. It just reminds me of the many times in the original series, the girls would go to different clubs and it'd be like the hottest spot. And sometimes the reason they got in was because of Samantha's connections. So there's that. Moving along. I understand, what is her name called? Lisette? 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 I get that Lisette is supposed to be kind of like this younger version of Carrie, just trying to figure out life and love while building her career in New York City. But it's not working for me. I don't care if they become friends. I don't care if Lisette looks at her as a mentor. I don't care. I know that the character was written only to serve as kind of a reference to Carrie's past and then also a representation of how even though she appreciates the past, she's glad it's the past and she's grown from that and doesn't have to go through those growing pains Lisette is dealing with. So I have no investment. Moving along. What was the point of Carrie going to meet the teacher only to say, I'm not going on the date. You could have called him ahead of time and said, look, I know I agreed to this date, but as you know, I'm grieving. You know, I kept debating whether to take my wedding ring off, so I put John's wedding ring on, and I still feel married. Understandable. But what was the point of going to meet him on the date just to say, I'm not going on this date? Waste of his time, waste of your time, waste of an outfit. 
Honestly, I understand Carrie's supposed to be, like, the main protagonist, but, like, she isn't as interesting as I thought she was in the original series. Like, yes, she's stylish. Yes, she has her funny moments, but I feel like we've seen how insufferable she is more now than in the past. Moving along, Charlotte teaching Lily how to put a tampon in. I thought it was interesting because, again, I was one of the folks who felt like Lily was put in as an accessory that barely talked when the storyline was more so centered on um, Charlotte's interaction with Rock and that they've now also focused on Lily's storyline. However, I don't know. I feel like that whole situation just shows us that Lily is a mini Charlotte in a way. I understand she's a teenager, she's hormonal, really wanting to go to this pool party and then realizing she's getting her period during that time and trying to figure out how to do a tampon, dealing with the uncomfort and the fear. And that Charlotte is supportive of her and then draws a line at a certain point like, yo, I'm not helping you pull this out. And it's funny, I was talking to a friend who had watched the episode and she was like, the only thing that was relatable was the fact that Naya said nobody in my family wore tampons because nobody knew how to use them. And I agree. I was I understand people have different tampon stories. I remember one time I got my period right before seventh period English class in high school. An acquaintance of mine was like, oh, you're bleeding. So then I had to go to the nurse's office, get like some baggy pants to put on, And she instructed me how to use the tampon. She didn't show me clearly, but she was like, and don't put it too far up or you won't be able to walk. So I was like, I'm going to take as much toilet paper as possible, wrap it around my underwear. Luckily it just started. It's not even like full blown flow yet. It's light flow. And knowing that I have two more periods I'm going to make it home where I'm not bleeding all over the all over the place. And it worked. I don't know. I'm wondering if I should put that in the community section. Like if you're someone who doesn't know how to use a tampon. Because my mother doesn't. My aunt doesn't. My grandmother doesn't. And I don't even think my great-grandmother used a tampon. I feel like it's like four generations of sanitary napkins in my family. Um, so yeah, there was that. And then understanding Charlotte's dealing with menopause. And I get why they put that in there because that's something that women within like their, their fifties and maybe forties deal with that. And I guess having like, I can't remember if Miranda said the term was flash period. I could be wrong. Um, so her having that during the, you know, the like volunteering of the volunteer event, um, that was random. I didn't expect that at all. Moving along. Okay, so Anthony came over with his date for dinner to Charlotte and Harry's house. And I was thinking, oh, this guy is kind of cute for Anthony. Maybe it'll grow into something. And when he said what he said, I was thinking, okay, so you just realized that you were going to a Jewish dinner. Why would you say that? in somebody, in that person's house. Like, that was very disrespectful. Like, how how stupid. 
Moving along to the most important thing. Steve and Miranda. So we're going to start off with Miranda. I have not been rooting for Miranda and Che's relationship at all because it's it's unrealistic. If anything, Miranda should be taking time to figure out what she wants. Her diving into this relationship with Che only to find out they're not in a relationship and Che doesn't even consider them dating. And Miranda realizing she's being too clingy when divorce papers haven't even been signed. Not even sure if they've told Brady what's happening. It's a bit much. But I will say, every time Miranda gets around Che in these past few episodes, she's actually dressing well. So I'll give that to her. But I really wish the writers had wrote in that Che did have somebody else in their apartment and like the person be like, Che, is everything okay? Babe, is everything okay? So you could see Miranda horrified and embarrassed and then like running away, like looking like a, a, a crazy ass disheveled, like crazy ass disheveled lady running out of Che's building because... This isn't going to end well. I'm really hoping in episode 10, it crashes and burns because it shouldn't be happening. And the fact that I, oh, when Shay was like, yeah, there is somebody here, me, no, no. I really wanted someone else to be in the apartment with you. I want to see Miranda bug out at the fact that she was so giddy to let Steve know she wanted a divorce. Well, it's one thing wanting to tell him I want a divorce, but then saying I'm seeing someone when you told your friends I'm not going to tell him that because that would be too many bomb drops, and then just diving into this saying, I'm in a rom-com, Carrie. I need you to, I need her to come back down to earth. I need her to come back down to earth. Moving along. So Steve and Brady come to the volunteer event that Miranda and I are hosting to paint this women's shelter in Brooklyn. And Brady doesn't want to deal with his mom. I honestly think Steve is his favorite parent. And I'm wondering if Brady already knows that they're getting a divorce and has already sided with his father. I actually don't mind that because Steve needs support. (laughs) And... We get to this scene between Carrie and Steve. Him asking her, how long did you know about this? Did you introduce them? I don't understand. And Carrie told the truth to a degree. But that's the thing. She only introduced them at Big's funeral. So she had no idea that Miranda was going to have an affair with Che and that Che would reciprocate. So I, I, I appreciate that she said that. But then when her, her, her freaking wedding ring got like dropped down the, um, like fell in the sink and into the pipe and Steve took his time to get it out and he did. And it's like she didn't give him all the information he needed. And I felt that in that moment she owed him that. And then I understand she's known Steve for, what, 22, 23 years. 
So they're friends, but they're friends because she's best friends with his soon-to-be ex-wife. So of course that loyalty will come over, will, will trump anything. So I felt bad for him in that regard. But when Carrie was like, you know, I'm sorry this is happening. You are an amazing, amazing man. You're so wonderful. I feel that if you let yourself find, like, be open in time, you'll find someone. And he was like, no, my ring ain't never coming off. And I just thought that was so sweet but sad at the same time because you could tell he was heartbroken. And I just love the fact that the writers actually wrote Steve as Steve. It shouldn't have taken eight fucking episodes to do that. You go from having him acting like this bumbling idiot who can't hear, who don't know how to do shit, who can't find nothing, who can't satisfy his wife in the bedroom. But I do appreciate that you allowed his essence to be visible within episode eight and episode nine. Like, I was just like, my goodness, I just want to hug him. So my friend has this theory that he's not going to sign divorce papers, that he might just be content on still wearing his ring, still having the label of marriage, even if Miranda's doing her own thing. I don't know. And that leads me to this. I want to see their divorce proceedings. They've been married for almost 20 years Yes, Steve owns his bar. Yes, Steve knows how to support himself. But let's be real. When they bought that house in Brooklyn, I already felt assumed that most of the money was Miranda's. Because Miranda was the one with the sprawling condo. He had a place, but Miranda went there, what, like once or twice? It wasn't nice. It, it, it was like bare minimum that he could afford at the time. I'm not saying that he would live in the slums, but given that they've been married for what, let's say between 15 to 20 years, and she is the breadwinner, I believe that she should be open to letting him keep the house She's probably going to want her own place anyway so she can have her own space, get comfortable decorating her own apartment again, be able to have sex with Che in her apartment and not always have to go to Che's apartment to have sex. And I believe that she should be open to give Steve some spousal support. It's only right. It's only right. Brady is, what, 17, 18, 19? So I don't feel like a custody agreement will need to be arranged or, like, child support, but, like, some type of spousal support or alimony. I believe that that needs to be arranged. Also, that moment between Carrie and Steve, it was so powerful and, like, emotional because they're both grieving losses, And for a split second, I thought they were going to kiss. And I was going to be like, wait a fucking minute. That would have been crazy. But it would have been messy. 
and it would have been messier to see everyone's reactions. And then if they would have kissed and if they would have ended up hooking up, oh my God, it would have been something I would have never expected. But I also think it would end, well, not end, but it would really contradict this idea the writers painted as Steve not being able to, like being out of commission when it comes to the bedroom. I feel like he would not be out of commission at all. Anyway, so the volunteer event. Again, nothing against Professor Nia Wallace, but every time she's on my screen, I don't feel anything. You know, I think now the podcast episode, the Writer's Room Companion podcast episode came out, but it was weird because usually it's up earlier. And when I checked midday Eastern time, it still wasn't up. Typically, I listen to the podcast episode before I record my review. However, I felt this episode could be summed up in less than 30 minutes. Honestly, it could be summed up within like 10 to 15. Because not much happened, in my opinion. And also, I feel that whenever I hear the writers explain their reasoning, majority of the time, they are talking about how their ideas for someone's storyline comes from their experience. Like most of this is coming from their experience and they're tacking it on to the characters even when it doesn't fit the essence of that character. So I didn't feel there was a point for me to wait to record this, to listen to them, explain their reasoning that doesn't make sense. So, Professor, I feel like with Professor Nia Wallace and her husband, they would say, you know, we wanted to show a married couple that's been together so long, that loves each other, but are have grown, but maybe outgrowing each other where people change, people evolve, and now they're wanting two different things. Do they compromise or should they go their separate ways? Because at the end of the day, you love that person, you want to be with them, but at the same time, if you really love them, you'll let them maybe you'll 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 be willing to to let them go to find you know that thing they want with Andre really wanting a baby and her not really wanting it as much as him this is how they would describe it i get it but again because this character was a generic insert and there's no way in hell in real life she would befriend Miranda or confide in her about her fertility issues before her husband. It's just, I'm looking at her and I'm looking at her storyline, but there is no connection. I feel nothing. And I blame the writers for that because I want to feel something, but I don't feel nothing. But do you know who I feel something for? LTW. LTW. I would, I've never seen that in my life. Somebody show up to volunteer at a shelter in this big ass, fancy ass white limo, their shades, their their bomb ass outfit, looking like big Hollywood, pulling up with a bunch of kids to paint a shelter. LTW is so extra, but I love her. And she was able to get some good ass catered lunch when the catering vendor like dropped the ball for the event. 
LTW always saving the day, and she looked fabulous. She looked fabulous. Seema looked fabulous. Seema was like, well, I'm going to donate the check. I'm going I'm to give the check, but I'm not paying this shit. She came in looking great. Seema always looks great, and she especially looks great in, like, she, she especially looks great in brown, like a, like a very rich brown. It really, like, complements her skin her eyes and then just like the bounciness and like the vo- the vo- like the volu- like her voluminous hair it's just so it's just so fabulous so in the season finale show us her fucking apartment what excuses are there i know if miranda's going into apartment you're going to show us her her fucking apartment but i don't even care about seeing miranda's apartment Am I missing anything? Hmm. No, I'm not. So next week will be the finale. I know when it was first announced that they were doing a reboot or continuation of the original series, that it was supposed to be a limited series. So I'm not sure if this will be the final episode or if they're going to be renewed for a season two. Here's what I want to happen. I want to see Miranda and Steve's divorce proceedings. I want to see, let's see, say her and the girls or her and Carrie looking at apartments. I want to see Seema in her, well, she's always in her element, but truly in her element, in that, in her bomb ass um, penthouse apartment. What else do I want to see? I kind of want to see Steve get a little hostile during the divorce proceedings. Not disrespectful. I want him to have a win. Give him, give Steve a win. And is there anything else I want to see? Honestly, I don't care completely like what Charlotte does like I I feel like Charlotte always like she always ends up having good things like she goes through things like anyone else but she gets through them and there's goodness on the other side and there's not anything I really wait what about oh I want to see Carrie go to therapy okay we've seen Carrie go to therapy what one two times what in in like fucking Season two, season three? And that was, what, over 20 years ago? I want, to see ther- uh, I want to see Carrie in a therapy session because she needs it. Between grieving the loss of her husband and also how she can be toxic and weaponize that against her friends to bend to her will. Even though she has less responsibilities than they do and less obligations than she does. And, and, and less obligations than they do. Show us that. That's all I have to say. What did y'all think of this episode? What, what do you predict for the finale? You can let me know in the community section of Spotify. Or you can hit me up at Bell in Progress. B-E-L-L-E in Progress on Twitter. That's B-E-L-L-E in Progress on Twitter. 
or you can send in a voice message through Anchor and I'm happy to incorporate it into the next episode. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll be back next week.